I'm so glad you could join us. Let me take your coat to tell you what happened last time on the incorrigible party. Traveling north, the clashers in the party find the Neogi cave and the enthralled orcs toiling in the cold outside its entrance. They position themselves in a key spot to strike directly at the Neogi and do their best to avoid killing any orcs. Things quickly turn in the party's favor for once, as Neogi are slain and their control over the orcs is broken with Shakara giving Ulfa the signal to attack Clash and take the chest plate of Kalar. Come on in, take a seat, meet the others. We're waiting on you to see what happens as the adventure continues. We've seen Falzern use this spell before. Do we know how long it lasts at all? Like, would we have a concept of that? Uh, I think, yeah, you, you, I mean, you know that for what the events that are unfolding right now, like you're safe as long as Falzern is is safe, essentially. And how long does it actually last, Bill? 10 minutes. Clash, still confused. Ova, what, what is this? What are, what are you doing? Are you are you under their control? Ulfa just kind of lets out a, a snarl, wordlessly charging around Shakara. Kind of not paying you or Buttercup any any mind, really. And we'll try to continue to to smash into uh, Clash here. Ooh, that first swipe missing. Second uh, is a critical fail as the the slickness from from the 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 snow right is being kicked up in in the battle. She loses a hold of her her maul and it kind of goes skittering into the snow. Back to the top with. Shaft, yeah, because Shaft, you had a 22, yeah, okay, Shaft. Okay, so I'm going to do uh, a whirlwind attack on these two. Uh, my intention is not to kill them, but to, you know, take them down uh, a few notches, I should say. So with a whirlwind attack, I can attack, um, use my action to attack any creature within five feet of me, yeah, but I do, have to make, I do have to make separate attack rolls for each target. For the one right in front of me, it's a 19 to hit. And that would be, if that hits, that's a 13 points of slashing damage. And my attack roll for the second one, that's a 31 to hit. I assume they've not taken any damage before at this point. Not these two. So, and that since that's a crit, that will be 16 points of damage, I believe. Your, your your whirlwind uh, is enough to put both of them down, you know, as you're twisting the the flat end of the scimitar as it's making contact, and they, they hit they hit the ground. Um, I'll turn around, look, and I see this giant bouncing against this, uh, this wall of force. Uh, do I have enough movement, since this is a, a slope surface here, to get myself up on top, over top of this cave entrance? Uh, you can make it most of the way, yeah. Okay. That's what I'll do. Falzern. How, how is Ulfa looking? Really beat up or not too beat up? Uh, Ulfa looks uh, pretty all right. <laughs> obviously very difficult to tell considering you can't see an inch of bare skin, uh, but her armor's battered from countless, like, countless battles. It's difficult to tell, but... Her movement hasn't slowed at all, other than, you know, fumbling with her weapon. That's that's the largest negative effect you've seen so far. Okay, I'm going to cast Gravity Sinkhole. And I'm going to cast, uh, I'm going to cast this sphere um, in the air, as I often do, um, above Ulfa. So the intent is to drag Ulfa up into the air and then drop her if she, if she fails her uh, con save. She's got a 21 for the con save. So that's a pass. She'll take half damage. So half of 29 uh, force damage. And then she won't be affected by the pull of the sinkhole. And I will uh, sculpt safety for um, Shakara and Clash because it's an evocation spell. Mia. Okay, so Mia's gonna, gonna run up right next to Ulfa. Um, is this fire still going? Like, will that affect me? Uh, 
yes, it is still going and is still spreading. Okay, you know what? If the fire's still going, Mia's gonna try to take care of it. Mia has a scroll of Sleet Storm that's been burning a hole in her pocket, so she's gonna use the scroll instead <laughs> okay. of using a spell slot. <laughs> but she has a scroll of Sleet Storm. Rain and sleet falls in a 20-foot tall cylinder with a 40-foot radius centered on a point that I choose, so it's pretty big. People that are in the area would have to make a uh, deck save. Oh, when they enter it for the first time, so if they're in there right now, it's not going to affect them. That is more than enough to, to douse yeah. the flames. Yeah, I'm just absolutely. like, all right, let's douse it, and let's, um, I'll try to keep, as far as I have to, to douse it, like, keep... Clash, Ulfa, Shakara, the orcs type thing on the edge as possible. You know, not like center it on them. But yeah, let's douse this fire. Fire is out. Not much of a change in temperature in the Sleet Storm. <laughs> but fire is dealt with. So yeah, people starting their turn, their, um, their deck save DC is uh, 17. On a failed save, they go prone. Uh, well, Shakara, let's get that deck save here. Uh, I guess it, uh, using Buttercup stats, because Buttercup is technically the one standing on it. Again, it's a concentration, so I could just dismiss it after casting it, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. If you if you need to concentrate on it. You know what? I'll douse. I'll douse the flames and then undo concentration, because like I don't want my team as well. Like we're ganging up on one person, so let's not put ourselves at a disadvantage as well. So. All right, you're fine, Buttercup. You got away this. <laughs> yeah, a horse eyes. <laughs> oh, yeah, but I have no idea what I'm going to do. My turn for a long pause. I have been thinking this entire time, but I still have not come up with anything to do. Sometimes it's hard. Are any of the uh, orcs in this area still fighting? Like, still, still mind controlled? Uh, no, not here. I'm going to have Buttercup pretend hoof attack again. Maybe a little more convincingly this time. Sure. Okay, give me a, give me a performance here. Not at all uh, more convincing. I rolled a one, so <laughs> that's plus two to that. So that I got a three for my okay. performance. <laughs> uh, so it, who exactly... <laughs> like, Shakara, you're, you're trying to put on a show for the rest of the party, right? Is that correct? Yes, yes. And the, the rest of the orcs that are around, like Clash and Lookshi. Sure, absolutely. And if if you know who is, is watching. Right, okay. Unfortunately, not very convincing. Uh, we'll kind of forego the insight checks uh, here for the party, at least. Though the, the NPCs surrounding are still making theirs uh, and may or may not be buying what Shakara is selling. Next, Clash and Ulfa. Clash grabs a hold of Ulfa, and Ulfa struggles as hard as she can, but Clash easily overpowers her with the, with the abilities that this chest plate gives him, and he just picks her up, literally up and over her head, and throws her into one of the uh, the, the newly doused uh, trees that, were, that was on fire here. And she just collides into what's left of this, this burnt tree and slides across the snow into a, a couple of stumps here. She's going to take some of, some of the bludgeoning damage here, though. Not too much. Take seven bludgeoning. You see, this is more... It still seems more like of a, an attempted subduel by Clash rather than uh, really attempting to, to stop her dead. Those sounds uh, of surrounding battle, though, have, have, have died out now, and you see... Uh, a quick surveying uh, survey around you the the clashers they're like collecting the the catatonic orcs and the unconscious orcs and then they're kind of consolidating them essentially they're, they're tr making sure that one they're actually not dying and and trying to do it seems like they're trying to do what they can especially since they see that immediate threat of any neogi there there are none shaft i see this uh this Giant's not much of an issue right now, uh, as it's being held back. So I'm going to scan across the landscape here, looking to see if there's anything else. Uh, and I look over and see what was going on with with Clash, and I can see Olfa still. 
Yeah, she's prone. She's been been thrown, covered in in dirt and and snow now. Weaponless as well. I'll put an arrow in her. As you as you're surveying it and you, and you knock an arrow, the sky above you it starts to glow. There's there's this this blue emanation that comes streaking down towards the party. Co- concentrated source of blue light it's now clearly centered on Clash. And it catches him. He, he looks around. Uh, this this bl- uh, blue light is completely encompassing him now. Seems to at first not, not affect him as he just kind of puts his hands up, right, looking at his hands uh, to see if there's anything is happening. And he just begins to turn to dust and completely disintegrated the breastplate of Kalar clumps to the snow at what would have been the feet of Clash. Oh. Oh no. The frick? Oh no. What? Uh, revivify, Mia? (laughs) (laughs) You can revivify dust, Gentle repose is dust. I, so what I'll do is I have my arrow notched. I pull it back. I'm I'm aiming for Ulf. I see this this happen. I see Clash turn to dust. I sort of let loose of the the string, sort of uh, you know letting the arrow fall back into my hand, and I uh, will run, uh, do a dash action, down, sort of slide down the embankment, uh, heading towards what remains of of Clash. So I make it, uh, I'll make it about 10 feet away from Clash. Maybe Clush now, right? He's like slushy. Falzern. <laughs> <laughs> no. What would you think Falzern would think just happened? Based on what he knows. I mean, it's blue light. We, we've seen the, uh, the, whatchamacallit. There was like a, a hole dug straight into the earth where the, Gauntlets were, and and you can see like where where it came through, like the foliage of, of the trees too, dust. So similar to the effect that it had on the the tent in in where you've uh, avoided all of the uh, stony eye guys, whatever the hell those things are called, basilisks, basilisks, <laughs> <laughs> like any material like like caught in it, other than a, a piece of uh, Kalar armor, like just completely disintegrated. And Ulfa is still very much alive and awake. I assume we'll be getting up um, any moment. That's correct. Okay. Uh, Falzern, I think he's... Firstly, he's like just speechless by seeing this happen and um, a little bit upset. But I think he's going to think quickly and try and dash down. I mean, I'm not too far at this point because I had come down to cast some spells. But I'm going to dash to where the remains of Clash are and try and grab the armor. Don't touch it! What, you, you, do you think it's still dangerous, Shakara? Whoever was wielding that light could turn it on you. I do not believe they would attack me. Okay, so um, Falzern will heed Shakara's warning. Kind of look at Shakara, look at Alpha, look at Shakara, and then I will retreat a little bit back up into the air um, again out of melee reach from anyone on the ground and just sort of hover above this armor and pile of dust there. Shakara, I do see that Shakara is uh, a little bit closer, so if, she, if she's going to plan to retrieve it, then I guess I'll let her. Okay. Mia. Okay, I, if you're sure. And I just kind of wait for Shakara. Shakara, your your time your time to take action here. Be careful, Shakara. I I think you're right. It could be dangerous still. I will climb off Buttercup and walk over to the dust pile and kneel down and put my hand on the dust pile for a moment of silence and then gently pick up the armor and stand up. We have what we came for. We should be off. What what happened? What was that? I know not, and I do not care to wait around to find out if it happens again. 
Leshki, will you come with us? Ulfa, next in initiative, gets to her feet. Seeing Shakara has the chestplate, Ulfa will charge Shakara. I get an opportunity attack if Ulfa moved. I'm within five feet. Sure, yeah, go for it. That's a 16 to hit. Mm, that is a miss as you just clang off of the tank that is Ulfa. Ah, uh, can I use Lucky? If you got luck points to spend, go for it. Oh, yeah, I got yeah. Oh, yeah. I never use them. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> 13. <laughs> no such luck. <laughs> as you lash out and just clang, you just hear Ulfa go. <laughs> Ulfa attempts to wrest the chest plate from Shakara. So she's going to grab a hold of it. I mean, I know you're on top of Buttercup, but Ulfa's quite tall <laughs> but let's just do a contested strength here as Ulfa grabs a hold of it and just tries to wrench it from your hand Ulfa stand down Ulfa gets a 21 ah uh, and I got a 19 and just pulls it from you still laughing at Shaft's hit <laughs> Ulfa and Shakara and uh, she is unfortunately out of movement though because she got up from being prone Shaft I'm going to go right for Ulfa and uh, take out the scimitar first. 27 to hit. Mm -hmm. 23 points of damage as I sort of jab the bronze-scaled scimitar into a, a break in her armor. Second attack, uh, 14 to hit. That won't do it. Nope. And then third attack. There we go. 27 to hit. And that's a 30 points of damage. Piercing, slashing, and acid with Colossus Slayer. I, as I sort of slash in this time, I'm going to sort of try to grab close to her arm and say, Where's Killian? As you say this to her, she looks at Shakara. Can't tell the expression, but if you could, it wouldn't be a very pleasant one. Yeah, I forgot to tell you keep that a secret. <laughs> I, I figure Ulfa's going to die here, so... Falzard, you're up. I am going to cast Ray of Frost. It's an oldie but a goodie. I was just going to say that. <laughs> One of our first fights, he used that spell. <laughs> and he missed, if I recall correctly. <laughs> uh, 21 to hit. Yes. Yes. I kind of forgot about Ulfa on my turn, and I'm regretting it. I just was, like, so distracted. 15 cold damage? As has been pretty standard for the entirety of this campaign. The rest of the party does the bulk of the work <laughs> in whittling down <laughs> the main antagonist. And Fawzer and Swoops now can literally swoop down. <laughs> swoop in and... <laughs> Steal the kill as, you know, Ulfa finally, <laughs> this this being of perpetual motion, it seems, finally comes to rest as she falls face first into the, the burnt and scorched earth and sleety snow and the left the remnants of these spells that have been cast in this small area. Dead. You know, I think it takes some degree of talent to know how to use your skills to, without wasting any, really. Just efficiency, <laughs> mm. I see. not overdoing it. Yeah. Please still concentrate on uh -huh. that wall, okay? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> to be honest, I chose that spell because uh, I did. I wanted to slow her down in case she tried to run away. Yeah, I figured as much. Well, she's definitely not moving anymore. <laughs> as, she's as slowed. She falls over, I'm going to run over and, and pull the helm off to look to make sure... That see that she's dead. It was Killian the whole time! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, is, this, is this a character we've seen before? <laughs> no, so she is a, she was, a, or she was an orc. She have confirmed her lineage. <laughs> okay. What a waste. Sorry, Shaft, could you actually roll me uh, a history check here with advantage? With advantage, you said? 13. Uh, okay, I mean, like, this person, uh, Ulfa... Looks vaguely familiar to you. You may or may not have seen her fighting in uh, the pits at the the cliff's edge. Okay. 
the rest of the orcs though have, have now gathered around and seeing what, what has happened to, to Clash. One of them basically steps forward. Uh, I mean, they'll, they'll who, has, has someone picked up the, the chest plate now, kind of? I picked it up, yes. Well, I mean, they, they'll regard you, Shakara. Clash is gone. Yes, Clash is gone. You must choose a new leader for yourself. But first, we need to get away from here before that giant leaves the tunnel. You actually all see now that the, the giant is no longer at the wall. Uh, could each of you make me a perception check, please? Oh, crap. There's a back door. Of course. 21 for Shaft. 21 for Shakara. 10 for Mia. Natural 20 for Falsery. Falsy for uh, Falsery. 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 <laughs> Falsery. <laughs> He's just reeling after that kill. So you, all, all four of you, notice the attempt at a, a, a little goblin dressed in black robes peering around, like, the very opening of, of the cave. Just kind of, you just see, like, a, a, its head just kind of poking around what seems to be, like, some type of, uh, like, a corner in, in the, or a curve in the, in the tunnel. And just looking out there, no giant in sight. And it notices you all, you've, you've seen it, and it kind of ducks back out of out of view. We best be off. Auric! We need to leave! So I yell up, he's still up on top of the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. The hey, they're coming down to us! They're looking down to us! We don't have time for that! <laughs> How hard would it be to empty this wagon so that we could put sick and injured in the wagon and, like, transport them faster? Uh, I mean, it's covered, it's, it's full of snow. Uh, so like it would have to, they'd have to shove shove it up, but there's plenty of clashers around here, right? I mean, there's there you have like nearly thirty orcs here that have no longer under control of the Niogi that I assume you're gonna leave them to deal with. Yeah, orcs. If you can if you can clear out this wagon, we we can transport the sick and injured faster. Falzerin, stay on your broom and keep your wall up for as long as you can. And then race up to meet us. Let's get out of here. Falzern kind of nods and and hovers up a little bit higher. I look to Shakar. Shakar, do not put that breastplate on. I wasn't going to. Okay. Can't can't lose you. Can I do a perception check to see if I see Killian or his little buddy? Sure. Twenty one. Doesn't seem to be any sign of uh, any activity like in the surrounding woods around you, other than the 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 clashers and the now rescued orcs. You don't notice anything or anybody. Okay, but I'm going to make it obvious that I'm looking. Okay. We best be off. Is there something wrong? I'm gonna tell you about it later. We maybe watched. Okay, let's go. I go over and and make sure Horrocks with us. Yeah, so you see, Horik has, has begun to say some goodbyes to the rest of the Clashers, and hey, I've been here for a been long time here, but uh, it's time to be going, me, me buddy, me buddy, and the Clashers like they look confused, <laughs> like they don't quite understand them, and then so as he Carl turns, looks confused too because she almost did understand that. <laughs> yeah, that was weird. See, he grows on you. As you as <laughs> and as he turns to like join the the parting party, they seem to understand what he was saying to the them. parting party. <laughs> the parting party. Lushki, are you gonna come with us? Are you gonna stay? I'll, I will accompany you. Yes. Great. Let's go. Hey, Horik. We're heading to the mountain range just north of Drukal. Straight in. Uh, you know the place. Just on the southern end of the lake. I think our best bet is to just go straight across the lake. I mean, we'll save a lot of time. Hey, we are going to find the cross here nicer nothing unwalkable. I don't think there's any uh, any reason we'll have any problems. You're right. But Shaft, what about Buttercup? Oh, it's fine. The, the ice is really thick. I mean, what do you think, Hor? Three, four feet thick, at least. Hey, the tires, yeah, the tires. Oh, yeah, just just about, uh, well, three and a half feet then, I guess. <laughs> just in case, I shall walk 
Buttercup. Or makes you happy, I guess. I think Falzern's going to stay on Denny. Gives him a bit better view as well. Uh, okay, so staying on Denny, though, to, to, okay, so you're still in the forested area that you're walking in, right? Now, you were able to fly above and get a, a vantage point above the Neogi because of the section that was clear-cut. So if you want to still be above the trees, again, at that 50-foot 50, 50 height, you can be above the canopy in the foliage. Uh, you, you will have nearly zero visibility in most areas of the party directly below you, however, because of how thick it is. Because there's nothing now, now as you've progressed away from this cave, kind of leaving the orcs to, to collect, you know, the, the clashers to collect and, and, and wagon up uh, the orcs that you, that you managed to save and, and, and uh, recover uh, from the effects of the yogi. Now you're like, there's nothing clear cut as the, in the area that you're progressing, right? It's all just the natural growth here that is, again, very heavily wooded. Yeah, if it seems like it would be hard to stay with the party from being that high up and not being able to see them, then I guess I would dismount and walk until we get to where things thin out. Okay, and also, I mean, it's going to be easier to fly on Denny lower to the ground within the wooded area as well, uh, right? Obviously, so you're not flying, like, literally in the foliage of, of the, you know, the, the pine trees and all that stuff. Yeah, I mean, if, if it's thin enough closer to ground that I could just fly at, you know, head height or whatever, then I think I would do that just to take some load off of my feet walking in the snow. But otherwise, uh, Falsy will walk. Lushki, do you not need to stay with the orcs? I spoke with Mia, and I, I believe that your efforts with, with the armor and getting them to this, this Samuel Coltis, uh, I believe it's the best bet for the orcs and, and the people affected by the Niyogi. They will be okay on their own. I, I do not know. She's coming to the front lines to help heal. Which way, Shaft? This way. Just just keep heading straight. By the way, uh, that thing you told me that was going on, you know, with my friend. Yes. Is he trying to steal my job? Is that, is that what he's trying to do like he did last time? Keep your voice down. I don't know where he is. Oh, you think he's... you think he's close by? Perhaps. Well, if he's trying to get the, the chest plate and, and give it to Samuel... He's just trying to... We, we gotta get there quick, and if we see him, we need to take him out. He wants to give the chest plate to Isabella. To Isabella? Why does she want it? Same reason she has always wanted it, I assume. Jeez, old piece. I don't know why we don't just let somebody else take care of all this crap. I'm starting to agree with you. I sort of feel like we're being played here in some way. Isabella does enjoy pulling strings. Hmm. So I know Samuel said he had worked with my pal at some point in time and alluded to the fact that he might have, I don't know, betrayed him in some way, which is not a big leap. I wonder what, uh, it just makes me believe that, that Isabella has something else up her sleeve for sure. Well, that plan was set in motion many months ago, before the recent developments. Oh, so it's just old news. That he is still acting upon, and will not be dissuaded. Um, is Mia close by? Yeah, I mean, the two of you aren't purposely trying to keep this conversation out of your shot no. of the rest of the... Okay, yeah, yeah, then you're, I mean, you're all traveling in a, in a, in a you know, close group. Your Pass Without Trace is still going. So I'll, I'll look over at Mia. Killian's the guy that, uh, got your brother. Uh, yeah. Don't have to remind me about that. Yeah. Just in case you see him, you might want to, I don't know, shake his hand really hard. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. With my hammer? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. There is a slight complication. What? And that is? He has another with him that can divine past and present and future events. He knows more than he should. But his mind is clouded. So it's not always clear to him. Speak in English, Shakara. What? Who, who is this, Shakara? A fortune teller? What? His name is Telmark. And he potentially could be able to tell Killian everything that we know and say and do. 
how does Telmark know everything we say and do? I know not, but it has messed with him. It makes him difficult to understand. Falzern, can you roll me a history check with advantage, please? 23. Falzern, as Shakara mentions the name Telmark, it kind of triggers a, 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 a memory from, from your youth. Very shortly after you had arrived on the island of Heracleon, there was an incident there. Uh, nothing that you were specifically involved in or really saw the... Or, 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 or like witnessed or just you've heard, you know, the, the stories uh, about what happened and, and kind of how it had an influence on how things are run in certain sections of the city as well. There was some type of evocation accident and this elf, the Telmark, again, by the name, you can put these two together, right, in your memories. Something happened, and and, and uh, a number of people perished in this accident. And it, by word of mouth, spread that it was Telmark to blame for it uh, in some way. The, the entire details, like I say, are, are hearsay. Some people thought that he maliciously uh, was out to hurt people. Others that knew him better it said something to the contrary that he would he would never purposely cause the harm to, to to anybody the details are unclear but eventually it just resulted in telmark's departure from heracleon and that's kind of all that you you know but you certainly recognize this name you know shikara that name telmark there was someone by the same name in heracleon many many years ago who was involved in uh, Maybe an accident, per- perhaps a, a malicious act. It's, uh, it wasn't ever totally clear, but lives were lost. And this Telmark subsequently left the island. I would assume that the same person you speak of. He did have burns down the side of his face and head. That sounds like the Telmark that I'm recalling. You've seen him, Shakar? You met him? When? He was with Killian. Ulfa took me to meet them in the woods. Oh. How do we fight something like that? Like I said, he was not always coherent. I don't know how much Killian relies upon what he says. Why does Isabella want the armor again? My understanding was it was to get the eyes, and Killian was set off before... We came into the picture. He's still acting on old orders. It has taken him this long to find anything. How did Killian go from, you know, Brightwood bounties to working for Izzy? It's really weird. Killian will take any kind of money he can get. Makes me hate Isabella that much more. I did not think that was possible. Hmm. So, while we're talking about the eyes, what does Isabella want to do with those when she gets them? Shakara. As I have said, I do not know. She has not informed me of the entire plan. Yeah, we, we give this armor to Sammy. He's pretty well invincible. As uh, Falzer and I found out, the, the armor's not affected by an anti-magic field. It isn't. Oh. No. So there goes that plan. Unfortunately not. I, my guess would have been that perhaps... Uh, the pieces of the armor in isolation uh, as they're less powerful when, than when assembled in a complete set may have been weak enough to be affected by the anti-magic field, but it seemed to do nothing on this armor that Clash has. Are you sure you used it correctly? Yeah, I watched him. I'm, I'm quite confident, yes. Hmm. So there's a problem, potentially. I mean... Great, he can take out the Niyogi, but, you know, I think it's going to be pretty difficult for him to give up that power. What choice do we have? That's the thing. We don't. Yeah, it is what it is. But then if he finishes the deal with uh, Isabella and gives her the eyes of Dendar, who knows what she's going to, well, we I think we all know what she's going to do. I do not believe he would give up 
both eyes right now. We may get one. Well, he needs to operate the tower to potentially protect the camp. He does not need both for that. We could take one back to Isabella and see if we can discover what she wants to do with it. Oh, I'm not going back to Isabella. Hmm. That's a deal between those two. I don't think we need to get in the middle of that. I am in the middle. Well, let's say one of the eyes just happens to, I don't know, disappear. And? Then, uh, she doesn't have it, he doesn't have it, and maybe we try to figure out a way to get one of the pieces of armor once he's done with the Niyogi. You know, somebody split the armor up years ago because of this reason. Maybe we, uh, maybe we help do that again. I believe that is our only chance. Hey, maybe we'll get lucky and they'll kill each other. I would love to see that fight. I think that would be certainly very lucky to happen. But I I agree, Shaft. It it seems, as we've said before, very worrying that one person is going to have this massive amount of power. Well, you, you know, we can always sow some seeds. Put a little distrust between the two of them, maybe? Tell Sammy a few things about Isabella. Maybe true, maybe not so true. And same on the other side. And let things just take a natural course of action. We can just sit back and watch. That may work. Sounds like a job for you, Shaft. Were y'all in agreement? I've got no objection to that plan. Nor I. I can't think of a better one. Yeah. Sorry to bore you with the politics, Lushki and Horik. It's There's a lot going on. Yeah, it's, it's a lot more complicated than, than just getting this piece of armor and getting this, this, uh, these things to the right and wrong people. Shikara's definitely stuck in the middle. I'd, I don't know what to do about that. Well, we need to let, when we get this chest plate to Sammy, we need to tell him something to put a little distrust between him and Isabella. Not too much, just enough can't help but think I could have sent him a message saying we had it. Clash could still be alive. Why didn't I think of that? That is unfortunate. Should I send a message now, or is it too late? Yeah, I mean, it's not a bad idea. He's probably got somebody else on their way to pick it up. I agree. I think it it, it can't hurt to do it now. Who knows if he were to use that effect again while one of us is carrying the armor. I would hate to think. Okay. What should I say? Just that we're coming with the breastplate? About a day away? And the gauntlets. We'll be there tonight. Well, we, we, we hope to be there tonight. Yeah, barring no problems, uh, you know, falling through the ice or something. Sure. I look up, I look over at Horik and smile. <laughs> he smiles back, gives a bit of a chuckle. I do not find that amusing, Shaft. No, well, I, I, we wouldn't. You could just resummon Buttercup, it's fine. Cannot resummon myself. Yeah, I can control water. We're fine. We're fine. Send in the message then. I'll cast sending, and uh, my twenty-five words or less will be to Samuel, and I'll um, think of him and say, "On our way with the gauntlets and the breastplate, be there by tonight, if everything goes well." Lo- love you, Mia. <laughs> XOXO. We have a few, a few words left. <laughs> You killed Clash. <laughs> <laughs> he responds, who's Clash? <laughs> but he does respond after that uh, that brief pause in between the, the sending back and forth. Excellent. Do you require the intercepting retrieval team? I can't reply without sending again. That's correct. I don't reply. <laughs> okay. Just thought I could squeeze out another uh, third level slot yeah. there. <laughs> yeah, you little sneaky snake. This is a Leland thing. Do you think Mia actually wouldn't respond? Yeah, I, I don't think she would cast another spell to send him a yes or no. He would assume no if we don't reply. If we needed him, we would we would reply and say yes. I suppose, yeah. Just resources are thin right now, and we don't know what we're ever running into, so... I'll hum and haw about it, but then decide not to reply right now. If he wants to get someone else to send me a message to really inquire, and I can reply back for free that way, we'll do it that way. But Okay. <laughs> Noted. I had literally no spell slots by the last long rest, so we were just... Making a note, ghosted Samuel Coltis. <laughs> ghosted. I ghosted. 
I did the XOXO, so I mean. <laughs> so since we're going back to see Sammy, maybe we should put these things away. And I pull my weapons out and stip them, stick them down into my uh, bag of holding and pull out my other two non-magical rapiers. And slide them in. I sort of look over at Shakara. You don't want to lose that thing, right? No. I will reluctantly pull it out and hand it to you. Put it in the, the sack. We can always tell him we found him, but he may want him back. Yes, better safe than sorry. And what have you done exactly with the chest plate? Because last Shakar was holding it, right? You're carrying it? Chef, put this in your bag as well. Oh, hold on a second. Open it up real wide. <laughs> I open up my bag. I'm just going to look at it real quick and see how we're doing here. Uh, Do we need to help you hold the mouth of the bag open I should be good. I, I don't have a lot in there. Yeah, I think yours is, is relatively empty. Falzern's for sure is full with the dodecahedron on there. Uh, anything else into that and it will pop. All right, so I think I've plenty of room in there, so I'll take and put the, uh, the chest plate in the bag of holding also. Not as many books as Falzern. Knowledge is power. No bodies, Shaft? <laughs> Not in this bag. Well, by now, uh, more than the 10 minutes on the Wall of Force certainly uh, have expired. So that's definitely gone. So, Valzer, you no longer need to worry about maintaining concentration on that as its duration is already over. But, I mean, you have, again, there's nothing that slows you down because of Shaft's expertise as you are traveling through this wooded area. And you, you kind of get to... Still amidst the the trees, but you can kind of you can see the lake now through the gaps in in the in the trunks uh, of of the forest, uh, kind of a off to your right, a little ahead of you, uh, which you can easily uh, veer towards. As you do though, and when you first spot this lake, you hear a, a voice call out from somewhere in, in the trees around you. I think that's far enough there, eh, Shaft? I stop in my tracks, put my head down, reach into my bag, pull out my two swords, <laughs> take my other ones, put them away. I don't turn around. I pull out the other sword and hand it over to Shakara. <laughs> what's what's going on? Just, just let's just cherry melt. That was Killian. That's right. You must be Mia. You can all make money. All go ahead and roll me a perception. <laughs> Mia stands proud, full plate armor, Thor's hammer, shield. Like, duh, I'm Mia. 24 for Shaft. 10 for Shakara. 13 for Falsey. I mean, my perception's 8. So this, you know, you're kind of surveying the, the trees around you and you don't see any figures or any movement in the trees around you. And, and the voice seems to be like it, its location and its direction is just kind of slowly shifting as Killian continues to speak. Like, not like it's like suddenly to your left and then immediately to your right. It's just kind of like clearly coming from a general direction, which is, is kind of back from the way you... Uh, had had come so behind you uh, but it's not you can't pinpoint it to an exact location within the trees uh, I'll turn around say uh, hey it's uh, been a long time friend why don't you uh, come on out here so we can catch up well I think our business is far past concluded there Shaft now I'm dealing with Shakara think I owe you for what you did to Braun. I had told you plans had changed, Killian. You're right. Now I'm down one fighter. Opal was a friend of mine. I had nothing to do with what happened to her. Stop hiding and show yourself, Killian. I think I'm just fine right where I am, Miss Brightwood. Shakara, why don't you and the pieces of the armor come with us and we'll return back to Heraklion. I told you plans have changed. My deal is to take the armor to Cultus to get the eyes, which is what Isabella wants above all else. I'll take that as a refusal then. You'll take it as much more if you don't stand down. I told you before that I don't threaten people. 
Well, that doesn't mean I don't recognize one. I certainly don't take very kindly to them. Shaft can attest. Well, you, uh, you don't listen well, that's for sure. I'd suggest you scurry back into your hole right now and let us do what we gotta do. I'll find you later. I was gonna give you the opportunity to choose the easy way, but it seems you've made that choice already. Why not you let us take the armor to Cultus, and then you can aid me with taking the eyes to Isabella? Don't work with this fool. Show yourself. That's not how things are gonna play out. I already told you. The armor needs to be on Heraklion. And I told you that information is old. Things changed. You're the one that doesn't quite understand what's going on here, Shakara. What's Isabella paying you? I mean, Sammy can pay a lot more. Well, I'm not sure Samuel will uh, appreciate my presence any longer. Mm. Surprise, surprise. Sort of pissed him off, did you? Did you leave him for dead on the road, baby? Take his brother? I knew you'd be fine, Shaft. What is Isabella paying you? I treated Bronn with a lot of respect. Then he was locked in a dungeon. Well, unfortunately, once I hand over the bounty, I'm finished with him. I have no control over what happens after that. Uh, that is the way it works. And Isabella's paying quite handsomely. Well, if... We can work out a deal with Sammy for some cash better than what Isabella's paying you. What have you got to lose just leaving us alone? I'm offering you a, a chance to live here. Show yourself. Let's cuff this guy and take him to Samuel. Let him deal with it. That's not how things are going to happen, Miss Brightwood. And I would be more concerned about anger in Isabella than Samuel. What do you see happening? What is your plan now, Killian? I'm going to take the pieces from you and return them to Isabella. All right, they're right here. I I take my sack and I drop it onto the ground. I go, come and get him. <laughs> Where is he? He's scared. He doesn't want to do this, fool. As you drop the bag, we will roll the initiative. 11 for Falsy. Nine for Shaft. Six for Shakara. <laughs> Seven for Mia. That's playing with my sack. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Horik's got him. Oh, yeah, we got Horik and Lusky. and how powerful was Telmark? Well, Shakara, I didn't know Telmark personally. I, I just sort of heard rumors, gossip, you know, talk about Heraklion. Never met Telmark myself. They were the only two I saw. That does not mean they are alone. That's a good point. Falls around if things go bad. Grab the sack. Take off on uh, Denny. Oh, I don't intend to leave any of you here. Falls around. Do as he says. We'll be fine. Falls around, kind of looks at Shakara, looks at Shaft, looks at Mia. Do what you have to do. Keeping the armor away is more important. And Falzern sort of just looks away into the distance with neither uh, giving any indication that he agrees or disagrees. I <laughs> snap my just, fingers. You just kind of hear hey, hey. Gillian <laughs> chuckling. <laughs> so we rolled initiative here. But before things can kind of kick off, you know, the, you're having this very quick exchange, right? Of like, look, if you got to take it, get out of here. A figure, about 60 feet away from you, appears, just kind of becomes visible. Clearly was invisible before, no longer is. And this figure, he's got half of his face is completely burned and it runs down like his neck and down the, into the collar of his robes. Uh, the other half of his, his elven head is just a long silver hair and in addition to him appearing, uh, about 50 or so feet northeast of him, you see Killian appears as well. And for those that have never met him before, he is a middle-aged, and he looks, despite his age, he, he still has very youthful features, and, and many different scars kind of pepper his, his face as well. But 
Telmark does get off the surprise and will get to do one thing before everyone else does. And this is the reason that the invisibility is breaking because he's casting. Gonna grab that freaking bag, Chef. Centered on. Essentially, yeah, centered on Shakara is gonna smoke all of you. This burst of light in a 10 foot radius sphere kind of washes over and blasts over all of you. You can each make me a wisdom saving throw, please. 18 for Mia. 28 for Shakara. 24 for Falzern. 19. Wow, that was great. So you all pass. You'll take half damage, which is going to be 22 psychic damage to each of you. And because you pass, you all avoid being stunned. So good job. Hey! Okay, to the top, which happens to be Lushki. Lushki bends down and grabs the discarded bag of holding and will move into the woods towards Killian. Well, that was a great show. We should all get together on the Discord. The link's on the website, corrigibleparty.com, and I know they appreciate the Patreon donations. That paranoia playthrough was so funny, don't you think? What? The ambient sounds? Oh, that's from tabletopaudio.com. It really set the mood. But the intro and outro music was from Josh Jarvis. Really should send him a message at jamesmercymusic at gmail.com. Oh, we all know that none of this will be possible but without the wonderful Critical at Design, their biggest sponsor. Right, right, right. Yes, well. Some of us need to get up in the morning. Have a safe drive. <sighs> I thought they'd never leave.